Good day and welcome to Say Little Prayer Nigeria. My name is Sharon Tanko and I am your host. So, in the first uh, or is it the introductory episode of this season, I did say that we will be taking time on and off to talk about prayer, you know, why we pray, the importance of it and all of that. And if I recall correctly, I started on the question, why do we pray? in the second episode where I said that one of the reasons we pray is to receive guidance. On the cross of Calvary, Jesus finished his perfect work, yes, but for us to be able to navigate, to see it, to lay a hold on it, we need, we need, we need guidance and there is no better guide for us than the one who made this world, I believe. Uh, not to say that this life is a game because God don't joke with nobody and I mean that figuratively that, that he doesn't play with people but if you had a game like a PS5 for example and you're a newbie to the gaming world if you had access to both the creator of the console and the creator of the uh, video game let's say FIFA whatever wouldn't you ask them for pointers, you know, shortcuts, secret codes, hidden trials, stuff like that? You would, right? Why? It's because they know it. You don't have to struggle to figure it out. And, 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 and then when you're playing with your friends, you can, you know, blow their minds and destroy them with the secret exclusive intel. Not that I'm saying that you should go ahead and destroy your friends with the word of God because that don't work like that, but feel free to vanquish the enemy. It's fine. So, today, we'll be going back to this question, why do we pray? But before that, let us say a little prayer. Father in heaven, on earth and in us, thank you for today. You know, thanks for the hardships that we faced because we know we know that even though it was not from you, you still saw us through. Father, thanks for the good news that we got today and last week and the good news that we will get tomorrow. You warm our hearts, like truly. Daddy, tonight, please help us to hear from you. God, let your words be my words, your thoughts be my thoughts. Let all your children under the sound of my voice, hear you loud and crystal clear. In Jesus' most holy name I pray. Amen. Okay, so why do we pray? Last week I said guidance, receiving instructions from God. This week, I'm going to talk about the most important reason we pray. I know I said that all reasons are important and I stand by that. But personally, I believe that this here is the most important reason to form a relationship with God. God has always been interested in you from when you were in heaven to when he sent you to earth. Your first heartbeat, your breath, your first steps, your first words, your first haircut, your naming ceremony, the first day of school. He's been there for every important and not so important moment in your life. The second day of your school, your, your first failure, your first, second, third and first heartbreak, allergies, 
everything. Everything. He's been there for everything. But you were not aware. 90 to 95% of the times you weren't aware. Or you are not even aware right now. Why? I believe it's because you don't have or you didn't have that relationship with him. Let me say this. God finds a way to approach us so that we don't close off to him. When I found Jesus, when I started to pay attention to him, he came as a friend. More than anything, I needed a friend. I wasn't looking for a brother or even a father. I just wanted a friend. So maybe that is why I see things a little differently. But I'm willing to bet that I'm not the only one that he approached like that. I'm not the only one here that he approached like that. So to the ones that he did appear to as a friend, can I ask you, if you built this relationship, that friendship, or if you let it transform to another kind of relationship and you forgot entirely that before he was more, he was your friend. Tell you the truth. I gave my life to Christ when I was 13. I'd always known about him, so I was quite fortunate. But I still couldn't really wrap my head around the whole master-savior thing. I just knew that he loved me and he died and rose for me and that I could never reject somebody that is as good as that. On a level, I knew he saved me, yes. I just didn't really understand what he saved me from. You know, everybody thinks of hell and fire and whatever. If you remember that movie, The Call, oh my God, scarred me for life. There's a home video. <laughs> Anyways, I knew that he was the father and that by default, he was my father. And I had done the math so that I know that Jesus was my brother. Shocked me when I discovered that, but... I'd done the math and I knew that he was my brother. But I didn't even know that I needed any of those. And I probably wouldn't have had the relationship that I did with him back then if he had approached me as anything other than a friend. Because back then, me and my family were, you know. <laughs> but why am I telling you this? Because he was my friend, I finally had someone to confess to that I didn't know how to pray. You know what he told me? He said it's just talking. Nothing dynamic. I didn't have to alter my voice. I didn't have to deepen it, to roughen it. Nah. I didn't even have to speak out loud. I could just talk to him in my heart. After all, he is in me. Romans chapter 8 verse 9. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwells in you. He taught me to talk to him about anything, about everything. Not just what I wanted or what I needed. Sometimes even something absolutely trivial about school. But over time, I forgot something vital about this moment. I didn't forget how to pray, no. I just, I just forgot why I was praying in the first place. It became about things what I needed, what I wanted, what I desired. Somehow, it became about me. And, and I got it bad. <laughs> really bad. And God tried to reach me. I know he did. But I didn't really give him the space to. 
I forgot that it was about communication, a back and forth. I would pray, I would lament, I would cry my eyes out, and then I'd sleep. All those hours, wasted, because I forgot to hear him out. <laughs> know this, every single time, every single time that we talk to God, he responds. Every time, without fail, his response is always immediate. Even if it's to tell you to wait, or trust, or look. But sometimes, you know, most times, we don't hear because we're in too much of a hurry, we're in too much pain, we're too much, we have too much doing, or, or we're just fulfilling our righteousness. When we pray to God, it should be like talking with an old friend. Or, or a really, really, really good husband or spouse or babe. You know, a back and forth. It is not just you talking. If you spend all the time that you're praying, talking, and you don't take time out to hear a response, it doesn't matter if you spent a day or two, one week, or if you did a whole month of dry fasting and praying. All of it is wasted. Why? Because it's not really about how much you pray. It's about how well you communicate. How good you relate. So, what's your relationship with God like? Is it just about you asking and asking and receiving and receiving? Or is it about getting to know him? What he sounds like? What he feels like? What, his, what pleases him? How he moves? What moves him? What turns him on? What turns him off? What's that relationship like? How is your intimacy with God? Do you realize that it is why there is no middleman between you and God? I mean, imagine how awkward it would be if there was a middleman between a man and his wife. I'd be like, so weird and uncomfortable, so very uncomfortable. So God removed the middleman and, and he gave you his bad signal. You have him on speed dial. You just want to talk? Fine. You can talk. Beep him up and talk. But don't be, don't be so distracted that you cannot even hear his response. I mean, even if food is burning, I mean, that, that, could even, that could even be like a stage two for your brain. Oh God, I'm always burning food. Oh, help your daughter. Please help your daughter. I know I used to do that, so don't judge me. <laughs> but what I'm saying is try not to, to limit God to a schedule. Oh, I pray 6 a.m. 3 p.m. and 9 p.m. You know, what, what? <laughs> it's not supposed to be like that. Let it be more than that. It doesn't have to be a two-hour session of rababa all the time. You can keep it simple. You can keep it simple. Oh, God. What should I eat this morning, Seth? God, should I even put on that fan? Ah, warm water, cold water. Help me decide. Oh, you know, God. I haven't taken a dump all week. Help your daughter. 
doesn't have to be complicated doesn't have to be some kind of divine revelation you receive although every revelation from God is divine but you know what I mean why why do you need to do this it's to build a familiarity with God so that you get used to him speaking to you you get accustomed to his ways and methods and most importantly so that you are always aware you have it absolutely there in the forefront of your consciousness that he is always 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 with you that even right now he's sitting right next to you he's right beside you having this knowledge always will give you a, a peace and a confidence that you've probably not experienced before so yes we pray to build a relationship with God and I hope that as we go through our week we try to foster to nourish this relationship ask him serious questions ask him silly questions ask him random things tell him to tell you something fascinating but please please oh please read your Bible so that you are not deceived by you know another voice that you believe to be his voice there are there are certain there are actually certain things that can help you to know that it is God but one of them is uh, that if it goes against you know worldly logic then you know that that's God because he don't think the way the world do for example you a world will look at a person and be like the only thing that he's deserving of is death you should burn for all eternity but then God will ask you to love him why doesn't follow the world's logic logical way of thinking the rational rationalization of the world you, you don't walk that way another way to know is um, if it if it lines up with the Word of God within context let me specify within context I don't know if I said this last Tuesday but I'll say it now Satan knows the Bible he knows that Bible very well after all is it not Bible he used to go and be tempting Jesus in the in the in the desert you think it was only it wasn't only three times I believe it wasn't only three times because Say that don't strike me as a person that's only going to try three times. I mean, think about your life. How many times has he tried today alone to tempt you to do something? I don't think he's a three-time kind of guy. He's going to try and try and try and try again until he can get you to falter. So he knows the Bible and he was quoting scripture back to back. God gave us two examples of the time when he was quoting scripture for him back to back. So Satan knows the word. And the Bible refers to him as a great deceiver. And every former professional liar, I will confess there was a time in my moment of weakness where I once was, but I am no more, thank you, God. But every former professional liar knows that the best way to deceive is to spin the truth. Just enough truth to make it believable. So you gotta be sure, you gotta be careful not to take the word of God out of context. For example, I'll give you one example that every believer uses. All things work together for good. <laughs> you probably don't believe, but go read that within context. 
now i'm not saying that it don't make sense out of context because it's banging yes all things so it, it 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 actually you know it relates but go read the context find out what he was talking about when he said all things work together for good but that's beside the point if it lines up with the word of god if it goes against the logic of the world you know the the eye for an eye logic and especially if it requires faith because god will not tell you to do something that does not require faith because then how would you go about pleasing him how would you please him how would that work so these are some you know over the course of time as you study your bible you know more than just to read it as a form of religiosity um you'll find that you can hear god as clear as day and that will be something special let us let us end it here for the week <laughs> i'm on time let us end it here for the week um if you will please join me to say this later prayer dear jesus thank you thank you for knowing me and for wanting me to know you thank you for giving me undeserved and unfettered access to you father help me to develop a healthy relationship with you a back and forth a give and take help me build this marriage with you and not tear it down light this fire within me lord a desire to know you more in jesus most holy name i pray amen thank you very much thank you so much for praying that little prayer with me please um try just try a little just a little at a time random moments of the day even if it's just to say hi daddy just try it so that so that we can grow more conscious of him with each passing day you know it's it's a really really wonderful thing to bask in the presence of god until next tuesday My name is Sharon Tanko and I hope you were blessed by this sermon and that it opened your heart to new knowledge from our Father. For those of you who haven't taken that vital step in accepting Christ as your Lord and personal Savior but would like to do so now, please say this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I know that you went to the cross and died for me. I know that on the third day you rose. I know you did this because you love me. You showed me a deeper love. A love that goes beyond dying and into overcoming death. And now, knowing this, I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Come into my life today, sweet Lord, so that I may be one with the Father. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your forgiveness. 
and I thank you for this good love. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you just said that prayer with me, thank you and welcome to the kingdom of God. My brother, my sister, God will have his way with you. Now, if you would like to reach out to me, feel free to do so at Say a Little Prayer Nigeria. That is Say a Little Prayer Nigeria, both on Instagram and on Facebook. I would love to share and pray with you. If you want to learn more beyond the podcast, you can visit my pastor, Reverend Delison Tanko, both on Facebook and on YouTube. His, his preaching is easy to follow and it's easier still to grasp and have a deeper, more precise understanding of our Heavenly Father. If this podcast has inspired you and you feel the need to sow a seed into it, you can give an offering at 0140-323659. That is 0140-323659, Guaranteed Trust Bank. Or you can give at 151-1321-721. That is 151 151- one three two one seven two one at access bank god bless you as you give god bless you as you give now don't forget to say a little prayer for you and your loved ones thank you and stay blessed